guys. So today I'm going to be doing something new. I'm going to be introducing a new series on the podcast platform on a monthly or bi-monthly basis. I'm not sure yet, but due to me not using Tumblr as much as I used to and I don't like Twitter. What is it? Like X? It's it's crazy. But um yeah, why not share my daily thoughts and just general rants to you guys who may be experiencing the same experiences as myself on the likes of my podcast. So we're just gonna freestyle. There's no specific topic that I will be covering. I'm just going to mention a bunch of things in this episode. So let's talk about all that I want to talk about. Okay, so rant number one is Operation Makes Make Friends Journey. So this year, I've been really putting myself in uncomfortable situations. I've always been a creature of habit, meaning that I just do things that I'm comfortable with doing. I'm very reserved. I like to be alone, etc., etc. But as I was writing my 2023 resolutions in 2022, I was like, I really want to put myself in uncomfortable situations from a social standpoint. And in order for me to grow and just speaking in general, in order for you guys to grow as well, you really need to do things that aren't the norm for you in order to see progression. So if you go through life doing the same habits and routines and playing it safe and not really getting out of your comfort zone to make things happen, you're just not going to excel in life. So I'm proud of myself because all 2023, I've definitely been meeting new people, hanging out with new people. Um, I'm going to be fully transparent. I've had more L's than W's when it comes to kind of sustaining these new relationships, which we're going to get into. But just me having the courage to do to do this is great because, as mentioned, I would have never done the things that I've done in 2023 in the past. So props to me. But something that I really want to rant about is just the hardships of finding people who I can relate to. This is really random, but I love Studio Ghibli. And one of my favorite Studio Ghibli movies is Kiki's Special Delivery Service. And I love this movie because there's a quote that Kiki makes in the movie where she says something along the lines of every time she starts to gradually no every time she starts to make friends she gradually starts to feel like an outsider and I can relate to this wholeheartedly um when trying to befriend women around my age group which is early to mid-20s I just can't relate to them either they're just too boy crazy or you just don't have the same interests and of course this isn't like the majority, but it but it seems like just taking into consideration my experiences. And yeah, in the midst of me hanging out with new people, I just come to conclude that we don't have the same interest. Um, in this occurrence, it's just so common for me and it can be very frustrating. But yeah, I just, I find that women my age, they just like to go to clubs. They like to go to bars And I feel that me going to a club or going to a bar even, it would just be putting myself in an uncomfortable and awkward situation. Like I went to a club two weekends ago and it was like, okay, this is cool. The music was decent. We got into like VIP, but like I can't see myself going to a club like every single weekend. Like I know people 
you go to clubs like every single weekend and that just sounds exhausting. You know, like the last time I went to a club prior to the most recent instance was like in 2019. So it's, it, it that was what, three, four years ago. So this is just something that I can't see myself doing. And, you know, I don't drink. So the people who I'm friends with, they drink. And I think that sometimes they know that I don't drink. So I think that they allow themselves to get like sloppy drunk because they know that they're with someone who's sober and they know that I'll take care of them. And that's just not okay to depend on people like that. But (laughs) I digress. Back to the topic. Clubs and bars are just two things that people my age like to do the most. So it's just always hard to find someone who doesn't want to do that. Ideally, I would love to be friends with someone who likes to like, this is like corny, but like, like go to like museums, I like theater, I like trying new restaurants, I like to travel, taking a cycling or yoga class. But like no one wants to do that. They think that that's boring. I'm like, that's not boring. Like the girls growing out just to get like male validation and it's just weird. But um, yeah, those are some of my friendship rows of this year. I'll give an update on the next rant episode. But the conclusion is that everyone is weird. Okay, so rant number two is dating and adventures, if you want to call it that. So let's talk men and dating. I've always been like anti-dating, not for any reason in particular. I just never felt the need to date. Like, I don't think I would have any satisfaction with dating and having a boyfriend, so I never partook in any of this other than, like, occasionally talking and hanging out with guys just to then, like, slowly cut them off a few weeks later. Like, I've had quote-unquote rosters where I would, like, talk to multiple guys at once, and I just didn't find any satisfaction in doing that. Because, like, I just didn't care about them, like, to keep it a buck. Like, I would end up dismantling the roster as a whole by just cutting them all off. Um, But yeah, I came to the conclusion that I would rather work on something that would help my self-development and help me grow as a person than talk and juggle, like, six to eight guys at once. I commend women who do that, like, props to you, but I just, I, I don't know what I would gain from doing that. And I just think it's annoying because the older that you get, the more people think it's just strange. Well, in my instance, for me to never have a boyfriend and not making men a priority in my life, like it's just looked at as bizarre for women to prioritize their personal growth and not put men in dating and being in a relationship on the forefront. And um, that's a really weird way of thinking. I think in this point, like, in order for me to, like, entertain someone, they need to bring something to the table that's worth my time. Like, I just, I don't know, I lose interest so easily because I don't talk to bums, but, like, sooner or later, the guy that I would be talking to, they would just give me the ick. And I'm like, oh my god, like, I just have to, I have to stop talking to you because you're just giving me the ick. And I'm, I, every time I talk to you, I gag. But yeah, I've always felt like when I talked to guys and dated, I felt like I did this because I thought that maybe this is something that I should be doing. Like I didn't go on my first date until I think a year or two ago. And the only reason why I went was because people were like, you know, you're well into your 20s. This is something that you should be doing. You should be going out on a date. You've never been on a date before. And I ended up having like a terrible time, but that's like a story for another day. But like, 
I felt like the reason why I had a roster and why I would even entertain guys is because it was like, maybe this is something that I should be doing, but it's not something that I ever wanted to do. Like even earlier this year, my friends were like, you should go on a dating app. And it's like, I did it, but it's like, I didn't want to do it. I'm like, wait, I don't want to do this. Like, I just think let's normalize women not wanting to date and not wanting to have a boyfriend. Like, I focus more so on myself. I care about myself. I don't really care about talking to a thousand guys at once. That's just a personal preference. I think that we should just allow women to do that. Allow women to not want to date and not want to have a boyfriend and who wants to just focus on themselves. Like, let's let's normalize that because it's just annoying. So yeah, that's that's just quick little rant so rant number three is about staying in the loop um someone actually asked an asked question on tumblr i was already gonna speak about this but they said something along the lines of to speak about staying in the loop without being on social media um i think this person they said that they don't use instagram so they want to know how i kind of stay on the loop of things happening in the world so I don't think that social media allows you to stay in the loop. I think that allows you to stay in the loop from like a superficial standpoint. If you want to stay in the loop when it comes to like influencer and celebrity drama, then yeah, social media, that would help greatly when it comes to that. But when it comes to staying in the loop, when it comes to like real life events, you don't necessarily need social media. You just need like a publication and then you're good to go, you know? Um, like, I don't care about celebrity drama. Someone asked me, oh, did you hear about Doja Cat? And I'm like, what about her? I just, I don't care. And it's so crazy because I, I used to be the type of person who would care about, like, celebrity and influencer drama just because I just found it to be interesting but I think these last like five years I just I don't care like I don't care about Ariana Grande I don't care about um someone sent in like an ask question about Emma Chamber Chamber I don't even know what that is I don't care about anything that doesn't concern myself that may sound selfish but not even just myself. It, if it doesn't have anything to do with like real life events, then I don't really care. I made a text post about this. Like a lot of the things that people speak about online, like no one in the real world cares about that. Like no one in the real world is talking about influencer drama. That's stupid, you know? So it's important to just stay in the loop when it comes to anything that'll help with your self-development, not celebrity and tiktok drama that's dumb so yeah i would suggest i guess if you want to know how to stay in the loop from that type of standpoint just sign up for publications that relates to um those type of interests like for example i like to stay in the loop when it comes to anything relating to the fashion industry so i sign up for like vogue business um wwd like this is stuff that'll actually help me and it'll help me learn something new and it'll help me in those type of spaces know what's currently happening in the fashion industry rather than, you know, scrolling through TikTok and just looking at like influencer drama. So um yeah, don't don't fall into the wave of 
stupidity. Rant number four, let's talk about books that I've been reading. I always used to like post my book scans on Tumblr, but I kind of stopped. Yeah, so this year I haven't really been reading like self-development books. I think I'm kind of like over self-development books. Once you read one, you've read them all. Like they just essentially just repeat the same advice over and over again. So I've been reading a lot of like fictional books. Um, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay, so the first author that I really love is Kennedy Ryan. I actually read the long shot, the hoop series last year, but I reread it again this year because it's just that good. But um, if you're into like the WAGS lifestyle, WAGS stands for Wives and Girlfriends of Professional Athletes, then you would like the hoop series. It's a 10 out of 10. My personal favorite book is book number three, Hookshot with Lotus and Keenan. I love that book. Um, really love the hoop series. I think that when it comes to like romance books, it can be just really corny because I have Kindle Unlimited. So like the books that I read, I'm just like, this is giving Wattpad 2016 era. And it's really hard to find like an author who actually knows how to write and whose writing engages me and it makes me want to finish the book like right away. So I really enjoy all of Kennedy Ryan's books, but in particular, the Hoop series. Okay, so another book that I've read that I really enjoy this year is Pleasure Seekers by Rochelle Allers. I really like this book. Are the girls in this book? I don't know. Like, are they like sugar babies? Um, they're part of like a service. Anyways, you have to read it to find out. But um, if you're into like hypergamy, women dating rich men, they live like a lavish lifestyle, women of color, black women, you would like Pleasure Seekers by Rochelle Allers. When I read it, it was like a slow start. I was like, should I finish this? Uh, but I finished the book and the more that I read it, the more that I loved it. So I would recommend. And then a good summer book is How to Teach Filthy Rich Girls by Zoe Dean. So the author Zoe Dean wrote The A-List. The A-List, it's basically, it's basically Gossip Girls and like the click combined into one. Um, it's just a book about like spoiled rich white kids <laughs> in Beverly Hills. But um yeah, I was reading the A-List series, but I kind of got bored. So I looked through the other books that she's written and I started reading How to Teach Filthy Rich Girls and I really enjoyed it. Like it's a really good um, summer read. And plus the character, the main character in this book, she's like in her 20s because the majority of the girls in Zoe Dean's books have previously been like high schoolers. I can't really relate to them, obviously. So um, yeah, I think that this is a cute book. And then like there's been like other books that I've read, but it's not worth mentioning. Like, have you guys ever heard of Penelope Douglas? Like her books are wild, but I've read, I've read like two of her books. They were, I knew that she was like a weird author because she wrote like wild books and I still read it. Um, so I read Corrupt. I just, I'm not into dark romance books. Like, it's just, it's very toxic. Like, I'm not into that. I mean, you can read it. It's called Corrupt by Penelope Douglas. Or like, whatever. Um, I think that's it as for, like, the books that I've been interested in so far this year. 
I think that in the next one of these episodes, I'll kind of give an update because I'm still in the midst of reading like three books. And FYI, I'm reading A Gold Digger's Guide again by Beige Fletcher. Um, a book called Trophy Life by Ellie Lewis. And then I'm reading The Power Trip by Jackie Collins, which was highly recommended. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any recommendations, I really, there's a common thread within the books I like to read. I like to read books about like rich people, girls, like living like a lavish lifestyle, dating rich men. I like those type of books. So if you have any recommendations, let me know. Rant number five, let's talk about the Barbie movie. So when I heard about the Barbie movie coming out, I wasn't excited. I'm just going to be transparent. I didn't understand the reasoning why we needed a Barbie movie. I thought that like it would have made more sense for this to come out in like maybe the late 90s or maybe the early 2000s. I didn't understand why we needed a Barbie movie in 2023. That was just my personal um, opinion. But the closer that we came to like the release of the Barbie movie and the marketing for the Barbie movie was absolutely like insane. Like it was everywhere. And plus I really do, side note, I really do love like Barbie core. I really do. I think that that's an aesthetic. I hate that word, but that's an aesthetic that really defines me. I really love pink. I love being ultra feminine and ultra girly. I love looking like a Barbie doll everywhere that I go. So I loved the sudden splurge of Barbie core. But um, yeah, so as the movie release date started to come about, I started getting like more excited for the movie because I'm like, it just seems like the movie was going to be like comparable to like a classic such as Clueless or Legally Blonde. Like, for example, Clueless is one of my favorite movies. I have yet to watch like a chick flick in 2023 that can come close to Clueless. I think that everything about Clueless was perfect from the plot of the movie to the cast members to the outfits. I have yet to watch a movie as Clueless that's as perfect as Clueless. So yeah, those are the like expectations that I kind of went in the movie theater when I first went to see the Barbie movie. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be comparable to Clueless and Legally Blonde. It's going to be like a cult classic. Um, And yeah, it was not that. It wasn't bad. I just, I think I just had higher expectations. It was very much so like a feminist movie. Um, It was like 2023's definition of feminism, if that makes sense. I don't know. Like, I, (laughs) I can't explain it without spoiling the movie completely but it wasn't what I expected and I even saw it like a second time and I was still like "Eh." like I mean I understood it it was very deep but it just wasn't what I expected and then someone was like were you like expecting like a fluff movie I wasn't expecting like a fluff movie but um I don't know you have to watch the movie and then create an opinion of your own one of my favorite commentary channels on youtube modern girl i love her channel she 
did like her opinion on the Barbie movie and it was just everything that I felt as well. So if you want to watch like a commentary video about the Barbie movie that kind of goes into detail about everything that I felt, um, check out Modern Girls. Why can't I say that? Modern Girls video on YouTube. Um, but yeah, that's my opinion on the Barbie movie. Side note, they really need to stop like rebooting television shows. This has nothing to do with the Barbie movie, but like I just saw the Zoe one-on-one one-on-two reboot and it's like why does this have to be rebooted like first of all i'm not gonna watch it because obviously jamie lynn spears i don't like her but like zoe 101 it used to be one of my favorite shows okay like that was my childhood show and it's like you don't need to reboot a classic like just let a television show be done with and over with it doesn't have to be rebooted after every like five to six years like that's so weird even iCarly another one of like my favorite shows growing up that did not have to be rebooted like I'm sick of the reboots bro like just well there's a writer's strike going on but still like there needs to be new television shows coming out but yeah I don't why am I talking about Zoe 101 we were talking about the Barbie movie okay those are my opinions okay so we're going to end the episode here i was gonna answer some ask questions but i'm not going to because after an episode reaches like 20 minutes i'm gonna end it <laughs> so yeah i'll probably be doing these type of episodes again bi-monthly or on a monthly basis i'm not sure yet please give any feedback or maybe ideas that you want me to speak about or rant about in future episodes and thank you so much for listening in.